Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Ho, 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 clean slate too. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcast should have a theme song. Podcast should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. The holiday's here. Ooh, it, it, which holiday? Well, you can tell it's Christmas almost. Sure. the sound effects that Ken is dropping in to make a bed here. Fireplace. Ooh. Maybe some music. Maybe some jingle bells. These are all uh, producer's notes that I'm dropping into the top yeah. of the show. And now a big loud horn. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to assume it happened. And there's Santa. <laughs> and he just fell off the sleigh. And now he hit the ground. We are here to <laughs> do uh, an annual holiday tradition, the clean sleigh. We have a bunch of holiday topics. Uh, and joining us as part of Work Juice December is our friend and my neighbor and Sparks Nevada and Sean <laughs> And uh, Kevin Cosner. Oh, good heavens. And countless of and, uh, the guy who almost made it to the end of Kong Skull Island. <laughs> hey, I died on page 82. <laughs> hey, did. all right. I was so excited. I was like, I think he might make it out. And then, <laughs> oh, but then when you got oh, smushed, oh, I was like, yeah. that was a good run. He <laughs> that made was it really <laughs> deep. Mark Evan Jackson is here. Hi, everybody. Hi, Jackson. Hi. When you say a good run, are you talking about the dinosaur that ran up and smushed Jackson? It was, it was no, it was, it was, it was Kong. It was, oh, Kong that, Kong that smushed himself. him. That's right. You really Such have to delve more deeply into my IMDb. I really do. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I saw the movie. I, I, I Hours of viewing it. pleasure await you. Oh, my you. God. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that Kings Island. of Summer? Let's just talk, forget Let's just this talk about Let's Jackson's gonna, movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, a wise thought leader once said, <laughs> uh, what you should really be thinking about is this, who you are in this moment in time and who you're going to be. You get one life. You decide how you'll lead it. <laughs> well, thank you for listening. Was that... The Dalai Lama. Was that Deepak? No. It was from the 2017 documentary, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. <laughs> said by Principal Bentley. Documentary. <laughs> oh, man. That movie is so much fun. It's a fun movie, right? Yeah. It's yeah. Really That's great. a movie that, uh, like, when I saw it at the premiere, I was like, oh, this movie has no business being this good. Yeah. Like, it's a legitimately yeah. a fun and, and uh, action-y and scary movie. And everyone in that cast has no business being as great in that movie as they are. Except for Karen Gillan, who, of Karen course... Karen Gillan is yes, great in yeah, everything. Yeah, she is yeah. a delight. Yeah. yeah, it was wonderful. Um, but, unfortunately, Mr. Jackson, we're not here to talk about Mr. Jackson. You're not here collection. to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> You're not here to talk about it. Also, by the way, I, let's just get in a plug here. I, I don't I don't know what good we're doing plugging your stuff, but uh, <laughs> The Good Place, the podcast, oh, yeah. is fantastic. Thank you very much. It's making top lists everywhere. EW just named it a Entertainment top Weekly named it one of their top ten of the year. Yeah. It's, it's great. And uh, it's, it's on a list fantastic. with, like, real podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> like, Radio Labs on that and stuff about murderers. <laughs> Forget about those. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We don't need rather, murderers yeah. or yeah. laboratories for radio. I yeah. worry, why do they keep giving murderers podcasts? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I doesn't the Son of Sam law apply at all? Yeah, we keep just glorifying violence. Yeah. Yeah. And, All right, our first yeah. clean sleigh question. Did that guy in Serial do it? Yeah. <laughs> Which season? <laughs> um, let me ask about your podcast. Yeah. Please. Please. We're for sure doing it, right? Yeah. This yeah. Is, oh, it started? Yeah. The microphone? We've begun. Oh, that's what this is. Yeah. Um, 
we're going to do a bunch of topics. Is that the thing? Yes. yes. This is a clean sleigh. Okay. Uh, clean sleigh, uh, our annual, new annual tradition. Um, so we have here one, two, three, four, five, uh, about a dozen, uh, topics. Great. Yeah. And, uh, do you, I don't know what they are. Mm-hmm. You know what they are. Yes. We, uh, one of you is pro and one of you is con, or it's, it's an either or kind of scenario. Dis- I did the one with you for M&M's. Yes. It's, right. Were we in a different city? San Francisco? We were in San Francisco, San Francisco, yeah. And we determined that the best flavor of M&M's are Canada's Smarties. Um, <laughs> you know what? I just want to yeah. tack on. And I think I texted we you did. about we this. We did. We talked about this. Because I went to Canada mm-hmm. uh, for the first time in 20 years yeah. uh, a couple months ago. And I got Smarties. They're so good. And I, and I, America, I, you're thinking of it wrong. We're not talking about a packed powder candy in right. a cellophane sleeve that have like mild flavor. Right. We are talking about M&M's. But good in a box. In First a box. of all, M and M's are delicious box. in a tri-chambered box. Don't oh. you disrespect M and M's like so that? Gross, I'll though. tell you what: plain M and M's are are pretty much garbage. Red and green plain M and M's at the holidays—they are what Christmas the tastes color like. Color has nothing to do with it. It's, it tastes better. You're insane. The Smarties. Mm-hmm. I got them almost ironically. Like, all right, I guess I'll try these Smarties. Jack, you've been talking of these Smarties. Yeah, uh, and then I, <laughs> I ate them, and they're they're way better than M and M's because American chocolate puts butyric acid in it. Mm. It sours the milk, and it's the grossest thing. Once you taste it, like Canadian milk chocolate is gooder. Yeah. End of show. <laughs> no. Well, thanks. For this is you know what? whatever this is it's- called. <laughs> <laughs> It's time for us to MACGA then. Make American chocolate great again, yeah, people. Yeah, that's it. In the form of just having Smarties for Christmas. Do they make red and green Smarties at Christmas time? Can I get those? Does it, Canadians celebrate Christmas? Do they have Christmas there? Mm, I think there's, there's a resolution <laughs> they, on the floor. They do, but it's in October. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's dive into these. Oh, uh, so, okay. Are you a holiday person in general? Do you love, like... Do you mean, do I, do I cease existing, uh, during December? Yes. <laughs> Are you a Brigadoonman? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I love the holidays, yeah. I yeah. mean, I don't, uh, I was just telling the story last night. Um, Beth and I, my wife and I go back to Detroit often for the holidays, and it's often storybook perfect, like, Mm-hmm. Uh, cold, but but uh, clear, and the roads are safe until Christmas Eve. It snows Christmas Eve. It's perfect. It goes away after that. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's what a, town is this? This is just north of Detroit. This is okay. uh, Bloomfield, Birmingham kind mm-hmm. of area, um, and uh, it's storybook perfect. Like I, I honest to goodness believe that my father-in-law has some sort of say in the weather. Um, he often knows more than he should about what's about to happen, um, and only recently it's because of apps. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I was wondering if he was actually he the Santa that. Claus from all those Hallmark movies, which is just might, the wise old man that works at a mechanic shop somewhere and winks at you when something great's going to happen. You're not wrong. <laughs> um, I'm excited to play what I presume is a game show. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, okay, here's how this is going to work. We are not choosing sides in this. Oh. Uh, think of us less as the lawyers for either side of a case and okay. more as we collectively, the three of us, are the Supreme Court of mm. these of these. So we will Okay, two against will, one. We will make it. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it does not have to be adversarial, Jackson. Are you familiar with the Supreme Court? <laughs> oh, topical. <laughs> Uh, all these topics, by the way, came from our Facebook group. I put out the call earlier this week. Oh, I nice. said, what holiday topics do you have for a clean sleigh? And there are, I think, now 
between 150 oh, and 200. Oh, yeah. yeah. S-L-A-Y. Yeah. I'm yeah. with yeah. you. Yeah. Because <laughs> Christmas murders. Yeah. <laughs> That's our new podcast, The Christmas Murders. It's starting next week. It just dawned on me. Yeah. Uh, Very clever, you two. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, yes, these were chosen um, by our Facebook group and... Boy, did a lot of uh, a lot of responses come in, and we have some great. There's really some funny stuff on this. This makes me very I'll, happy. I'll decide if Jackson will decide <laughs> if it's funny. Um, all right, we're going to start with uh, from Brian Stone. Hello, Brian. Hi, Brian. Um, the, the, most of these are uh, most of these are um, binaries. Binaries, which sure. I which I enjoy. Yes. Uh, ugly Christmas. You meaning it's just zeros and ones. Yes. <laughs> zero or one. Okay, here's the question: uh, zero or one? Yeah, right? zero. That's yeah, correct. Yeah. Yes. Obviously, yeah. Um, question two, one or zero? <laughs> one over zero. Ooh. Oh, undefined. Undefined. Math jokes. <laughs> um, all right. Brian Stone asks, ugly Christmas sweater or ugly Christmas tie? Oh, interesting. Um, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I don't own ugly clothes. Uh, Do you have any ugly... I feel like you would not have... Uh, a lot. Or, you have to have a Santa on a boat tie or sweater, right? That's a weird gang up. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Synchronous, right? Right. You do, right? Right. What was that? You're a, no, you're a boatsman. I am. I'm a sailor. Um, we don't wear clothes about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, we go sailing. Um, I have some. Uh, now that you say it, there are some vineyard vine ties that have mm-hmm. lighthouses and mm-hmm. things of that nature. Sure. But Christmassy, I don't think so. My Christmas stuff is plaid, uh, you know, like mm-hmm. kind yeah. of red and green or black watch plaid kind of stuff. That's uh, I don't think I own anything. I play a character called uh, Sky Collins uh, from a stand-up bit called Sky and Nancy Collins from Orange County. And they're a nouveau riche, uh, terrible couple. Um, that are very insulated and, and, uh, uh, racist. And, um, they, we wear brightly colored pants and things. And so I think I have a pair of maybe, uh, uh, plaid pants that might have like holly on it or something. Like, Mm -hmm. um, it's a guilty pleasure because I say that these are all costumes for Sky, uh, Sky Collins. Uh, I didn't have to do a lot of shopping when, right. when, when Carrie Clifford and I created that thing. Like, these are things that if I weren't, like, if, a woman didn't live in my house that would say something about it uh, I would wear in real life <laughs> um, but I think in answer to this question I uh, I would lean towards Christmas tie it feels like a more concise expression of the ugly the deliberately mm-hmm. ugly presumably deliberately right mm-hmm. yes okay sure. I don't think this is just like Ugly clothes. We're, we're not just talking about uh, bad choices in fashion. I can remember that Beth would not let you make. Right. We're talking about deliberate ugly ties, the ones with you know lights in them. Sure. And, yeah. I feel as though a tie is maybe a more concise expression of that uh, that attitude, and um, also maybe less of a commitment. Like you can take it off uh, when the work party's over. Sure. Right. Well, you can take a sweater off if you've got a button down or something underneath it. There, um, there is something I just to. Uh, jump on on your side on this. The sweater feels overrolled. Over, it's overplayed. Yes. It's overplayed, and yeah. it feels like there was a time where it was just a Christmas sweater, and then we realized these are ugly. Right. Let's make right. a thing out of it. Ties are still. If you wear an ugly Christmas tie, 
It's not. It's not ironic. Have, yeah, you don't have tie contests. There's just one guy who has like it has like a light up Rudolph nose on it, or right. a full snowman. But just or... the fact that it's everywhere is that worse or better for because it is the holiday season, which is about traditions and in many cases overdoing it. Like the fact that the ugly Christmas sweater has become such a huge like there are parties devoted to it. There are whole websites that only sell that like. Is it is is it the fact that the ugly Christmas sweater is more of a juggernaut than the ugly Christmas tie, and is therefore more often worn, ironically? Like, do people who wear ugly Christmas ties know that they are wearing an ugly tie? For sure, I, I would argue that maybe my leaning towards the tie is that uh, the sweaters do feel played out in the sense that mm. the sweaters feel like a cigar bar or a martini. Like yeah. they feel like ten years ago uh-huh. somehow, and like people that are doing it now, it's like. You're just catching up to this. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, it feels a little bit like that. Can I tell? I'm having a hilarious memory. Uh, I, for a couple of years in college, I worked, uh, at, uh, American Eagle Outfitters number 713 in Woodland Mall in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And I saved up because it was still, even with my employee discount, it was still expensive. It was a Woolrich sweater, dark green. Uh, it had cable knits. It had various knits within it. And I've forgotten what was on the body of it, but I definitely know that on like each peck, like on uh, up at chest level, just below the shoulder, knit into it were like caribou or something facing one another <laughs> as though they would butt heads. And, and there were, I think, snowflakes on it. And I like, I think it was probably a two hundred dollars sweater that I got forty percent off of or whatever. It was a. It was made by Woolrich. It was very expensive. Internet, please. Find it. Uh, find a photo of it and send it to me. Because uh, I like when I like I saved up and I used my discount and I put it on. I was like, "That's right." <laughs> like, like in 1988-89, I thought that was really nice. Yeah. That would you consider that now an ugly Christmas sweater? If I owned it, that's what I'd go to. If I okay. still had it, yeah. Yeah, you'd be the guy that would show up at an ugly Christmas sweater party in a two hundred dollar Woolrich sweater. Yeah, you know, have we met? Yeah, we've met. Yeah, 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 dude. I love it. I love it. Do you? How? When did you realize that? That when did it go out of favor with you? How many uses did you get out of it? A lot, Um, because I, you know, didn't have any money, Um, so I wore it for years. I would guess. That I probably I when I went sailing for a couple of years after college I uh, you know had to live out of a like a duffel bag or a footlocker and so I um, I shed a lot of stuff uh, but yeah I I think I probably wore it for four solid years you know a lot that's a good run for <laughs> yeah. for, a, for a specific like a it was a investment clothing it was uh, <laughs> yeah oh my god. Um, all right, so are we? Are we? I, I'm. I have no problem with either of these. I like the. Uh, I like the undergroundness of the uh, Christmas tie. Yeah. Um, more so because that feels uh, hipper. Um, <laughs> as weird as that is to say. Yeah. Um, should, should we mention that Paul Saboran is now Googling yes. my the sweater? Oh, I, Paul Saboran is here. Hi, Paul Saboran. No, not. No, he's not. He just Googling he just handed in, hand me, handed me his laptop. Like, is this the sweater? It's close. Um, mine was nicer than that. <laughs> oh my god! So I think it's ties. I think it's tie. Yeah. I'm with it. The ugly Christmas tie. I like Asked that. Asked and answered. Asked right. and answered. Um, many people have asked this one. Yes. Um, uh, this came from a lot of folks. Uh, eggnog or mulled wine? Oh, 
Um, is all of the above a uh, an answer on this show? Unfortunately, not. We have to. Okay, pick. all of the yeah. above. Um, oh, he has, he has um, no idea how this show works. <laughs> um, that's tough. I, I I think that they're like it's legitimately a difficult decision. They're, look, man, there are there are mulled wine nights at the mm-hmm. holidays, mm-hmm. and there are some eggnoggy nights at the holidays. Um, I think because the entire planet is becoming lactose intolerant, mm-hmm. uh, at least Americans, because all our food is sprayed with glyphosate. Uh, Ooh, thank glyphosate. you, thank wow. you, Roundup. Um, <laughs> the um, I would, I think that uh, we're going to find an uptick in mulled wine like, of like coming up soon. Yeah, I mean in in future things because eggnog is gross. <laughs> like, yeah. it's oh. delicious, but it's gross. It's terrible what is it for you. Exa- it's egg and it's, milk. What no, it's um, what is it's like it? a custard. Like it's, it's yeah, it's sort of. I I've made it from scratch before. The thing that gives it its flavor is uh, sweetened condensed milk. Oh, grosser. Yeah. Um, which gives it that sort of nutty, sh- super sugary. I happen to really love eggnog. I do too. Um, but it's gross. Yeah, it's terrible for you. It's cream. I mean, it's yeah. everything in it. It's, it is egg yolks, I think. Yeah, yeah. egg yolk. It's basically you know what it, it tastes or it seems like it is if you look at the ingredients list. It looks like um, ice cream before it's been put in the machine. Mm-hmm. It's all the ingredients of ice cream before you put it in a machine. It's all the ingredients of like, like no bake ice cream. You know what I mean? Like like right. ice cream that it's like just. Put these in a jar and put it in the freezer for an hour. It's right. like, that's not ice cream. No, like <laughs> no, you have cream. to bake ice cream. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, we should get some eggnog. Right. Uh, the th- I think I just will uh, correct you on one thing. Mm-hmm. The thing that uh, gives eggnog its flavor is bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that's that that actually is a great argument. I think for eggnog sure. in this, in that um, there is a there is not a kid version of mulled wine. Um, grape juice from the yeah, but you'd have to like yeah. really clove it with, with and cinnamon yeah. in it. And you could do that though, right? Could you mull grape? Juice? I don't think. I, yeah, I, but I mean, like, I know you're not a drinker. I don't think wine and grape juice taste enough alike. I don't know. Maybe grape juice tastes a little like Manischewitz. <laughs> if you put some so. butyric acid into the <laughs> <laughs> gags, would love it. Um, but eggnog has a egg, the holidays are for the fa- the whole family, and I think that the fact that eggnog has a uh, a kid-friendly version, mm-hmm. and also a you can add bourbon to it and make a really good cocktail. That's when you say really it. good. Um, no, it's good. <laughs> a Christmas I, cocktail. It's oh, I it, love eggnog. It is pretty good. Yeah, I've yet to have some this season. I gotta, I gotta I, go. And, you may have won me over, eggnog. Yeah. It does feel yeah. it does feel a bit more holiday. Mold wine just feels like something that would have been also drunk at a jousting tournament in October. Right. Oh, and yeah. Like it, it feels. Yeah, I think I think mold wine. I think uh, medieval times or uh, the Ren Fair. Mm-hmm. I think eggnog. I think holidays. Yeah, like I, I. Yeah, it's the holidays. Break out that bowl of sputum and let's mix. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, right? Is that yeah. how you say it? I always. I've only ever read that word, and I thought it was sputum. <laughs> Which sounds to me like when most of the cars I've owned in my life, the sound that they make when you try to start them. So yeah, that yellow MG. Made yeah, that sound. Oh man, that thing oh, was my great. Goodness. I love that yellow MG. Um, sputum is onomatopoetic, right? Like it sounds grosser. Yeah, yeah. To have a a long U. Yeah. With the Y and the sputum. Ugh, sputum. Sputum. So gross. All right. Um. So eggnog. 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 eggnog it is. <laughs> Uh, asked and answered. Yes. Joseph J. Finn asks, popcorn or tinsel on the tree? Here's my question. I've never put popcorn on a tree. I have I have put tinsel on a tree before. Mm-hmm. Does the popcorn just go stale, right? 
that doesn't. Yeah. It's already kind of stale. When it you ends its life though, right? as a food product. Yes. Yeah. It's not. It doesn't. It. It's not going to like mold on your tree. No. Or anything, yeah. no. What is the point? Why? Why popcorn? Um, I would cheap guess, and easy back in the day. I was going to say the answer to every question ever is money, mm. um, and I would guess that it was an inexpensive garland material. Like yeah, they would a just thre- a needle and thread and popcorn was yeah. a cheap, easy way to make a garland. I would guess could, that that's the origin of that. I'd be curious. The um, the internet will for sure let us know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh no no. Here's what we do on this show: is we just say things and assume they're facts. Yeah. <laughs> I do that outside of shows. <laughs> I just. I'd do that. That's yeah. why you're overdue to come on by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, were there other people on the one I was on before? <laughs> they, were, there were uh, the, they were helping out. They won, they won the raffle and got special tickets to have seats on stage. All those roadies were part of the show? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, busy, if you're listening, Jackson just called you a roadie. She's not listening. She's not listening. Hello, business. Um, do you, which, which is... I, here's, I, I hate tinsel. Hold on a second. We have another sweater. That That's close. That's closer. That one, it looks like they're definitely fighting, though. Yeah. Yours um, were further that's apart. Much closer. Right? My my caribou were uh, up higher. Rampant. Yeah. Did Uh-oh. you just did you just put a liquid U on caribou? Caribou. My caribou. Caribou. Um. Uh. What were we talking about? We were tinsel? talking about popcorn Busy? and uh, yeah. tinsel. Oh yeah. I will say this you, about Hal had a question. Right? Oh no. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. The tinsel. Tinsel's more of a mess, right? That was that was the point I was going to yeah, right? Tinsel, it takes forever to drape these little aluminum bits uh, on your tree, Mm -hmm. and then they all just wind up on the floor. Uh, Or worse, when I was a kid, uh, they would the cat would eat it, and it would end up in the litter box. (laughs) (laughs) Just sparkly, shiny cat litter. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Um, I do. I am having a fun memory though, and I would not have uh, recalled this. There were, uh, you know, my family, I suppose, like a lot, had a, a box that we kept in the attic all year long with ornaments and all that stuff mm-hmm. for the tree. And there was tinsel. And there was, uh, back in the 70s, uh, 80s, there was, uh, like, aluminum, like, um, you know, light tinsel. Mm-hmm. There were several pieces of lead tinsel uh, was, left over. I was just going to look that up because I yeah. remember hearing that, that that's what they used to make tinsel yeah, out of. Yeah, we it had, like, I don't know if it was from my father's growing up or my mother's growing up but some were from when they were first married or whatever but um you know i think some tinsel gets winnowed out year after year like every few years but you can never get it all out of the box never yeah Yeah. right and there would be some pieces that you're like oh this piece is really heavy and uh we had you know five or six pieces and amongst the thousands that were uh, made of lead yeah yeah um Another one, another vote in, or another, uh. That's why that cat died. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say. Uh, yeah, it's all, everything's over there in the letterbox. <laughs> um, there is, uh. Go take a shower. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. You're welcome. <laughs> um, there's something also, uh, a, a, a mark in favor of popcorn over tinsel in this. Mm. I think there's something, Around the holidays, at least for me, there is an aesthetic that I enjoy that is this sort of vintage, rustic sure. Christmas decorations. Yeah. Lots of plaids, lots of wood and exposed, like that sort of higa. Is that how you say it? The, like, the Norwegian kind of, like, yeah. sense yeah, of good yeah, feeling. Yeah, right, right. And that tinsel to me is just uh, a metallic mess. Popcorn threaded on a tree feels like it fits that vintage, rustic aesthetic. What is t- is tinsel meant to simulate uh, icicles 
in like in an indoor tree. Like, I guess. What, what? Yeah. It was. I think it was originally just to make the lights sparkle more. Oh, because okay. it's, it's here's a metallic thing. That this is from a time when we were putting uh, live candles, candles <laughs> yeah. into a dead piece <laughs> yeah. of wood. Let's put live candles in this dead tree. Yeah. That doesn't seem dangerous enough. Let's put some lead in there as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I don't think tinsel ever looks the way you plan for. T- I I don't know what no. the I, what the game plan is going in with a box of basically metallic looking confetti, yeah. but it doesn't work out. It no. just looks like a mess. It, your tree looks like it's the morning after it went to a New Year's Eve party. Yeah, if you're out there and you put tinsel, if you're out there and yelling at your phone right the now on, awesome. the, on the bus saying it's tinsel. Show me the tinsel on your tree, and I will show you why you're wrong. If you are a t- tinsel purist, um, I recommend you get a spool of magnesium tape, like from chemistry class, <laughs> and use that because that stuff burns white hot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, see, I didn't know we were going to get so much science on this episode. We're learning all about Roundup and I'm not sure if any tape. of it's true. Uh, not another fact. You said them. When you state it with this voice. <laughs> Anything you say sounds true. Fact. Um, so are we going to say, are popcorn. we all saying popcorn? Yeah, yeah, popcorn? I think so. For sure. Great. Um, Jeffrey M. Owens asks, classic turkey or ham? What's on your, uh, what's on your holiday table? Hmm. Probably not a lot of uh, people who keep kosher and celebrate uh, uh, Jewish holidays are right. going to put ham on a table. I was raised on bacon. I, no, I know I'm you. I know you were. <laughs> terrible, or maybe I'm an evolved Jew. You're, who knows? Yeah. Who even knows? Hal Lublin, woke Jew. <laughs> Meet woke. <laughs> Previously on Woke Jew. <laughs> um, it's funny because I think of Thanksgiving as uh, Thanksgiving as turkey and Christmas as ham. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, is what it, is, it has always sort of been for me. But I enjoy them both. I've had turkey on Christmas before. I've had goose on Christmas before because That's my mother, uh, my mother, lo- we always loved a Christmas carol. And we got, my mom was like, they have goose. The Cratchits have goose and Christmas carol. We should have goose one year. Mm-hmm. And then my mom quickly realized that, oh, the Cratchits had goose because they were poor. Oh. And goose is really, really hard to cook well because yeah. it's, gamey and rubbery and greasy and greasy. tough yeah. and like imagine duck but way rubberier and harder to cook duck with a worse attitude yeah <laughs> um i think that's an english thing i uh the goose is an english thing uh-huh christmas goose i think of is an english thing in fact i uh, a late friend of mine an english guy that lived in la the years that he was here uh, would even get like just a goose breast or something and cook it for himself for Christmas. For Christmas. Oh, yeah. really? Wow. Just like it was his traditional yeah. family thing. That's mm-hmm. kind of awesome. The, yeah. There is, and I think we've referenced this before. There's a Thrilly Adventure Hour. Uh, there's a cast text thread that is constantly active. Oh, gosh. And, mm-hmm. and over Thanksgiving. It's. Was it Paget? I don't know if it's active. Would you say active or would you say egregious? Yeah, that's probably a better term for it. It's a, it's a text chain that you can like go take a shower and come out and it says you have forty seven new messages. <laughs> Those are I'm not ex- so jarring. When I'm that not exaggerating. Yeah. yeah, you're like, oh, the world has ended. No, it's somebody made a dumb joke and right. everyone jumped on. Yeah, yeah exactly. But uh, during Thanksgiving, it was either Paget or Josh that made like pheasant, quail, chicken. It was Josh. Yeah, it was like Josh Molina odd- made. Um, what was it? it? Was a turducken offshoot? It was a little turducken, so it was like a goose, a duck, and a quail. That seemed very Christmas to me. Whatever mm-hmm. it was, it felt like it was just like you can only just chew, game birds. You need British teeth to chew. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, that felt like the ultimate. Yeah. But Goodbye, it, British listeners. Uh, this has been whatever this is called. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, 
Look, there's a reason that Scrooge goes and buys the big turkey and gives it to the family at the end. Like, you know. Because he's Jewish. Because he's Jewish and he doesn't want to go buy a ham. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you remember that that great story, A Christmas Carol, where all those Christian ghosts turn that Jew? (laughs) I got to watch that again. That's not how I remember it. Um, Ham. Ham. It is ham. It's a yeah, Christmas ham. It's a Christmas ham. Yeah. I think, yeah, thir- turkey is for Thanksgiving. Ham is, uh, it's a great Christmas thing. Also, turkey, or uh, ham is, uh, guaranteed salty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed flavorful. Turkey. Juicy. Turkey, if you look, it's kind of gross. Mm. Like, turkey's not, it's hard to cook a turkey well. Yeah. Like, what do you, how do you cook your turkey at Thanksgiving? Uh, I don't. Um, uh, I go to uh, I go to my friend Larry's house, and uh, throughout the years, we've done all the things people do, like the overnight brining. We've done the deep fat frying outside. Um, these were roast, and they're great. And I, I, I'm not making a comment on how anybody cooks it. It's just like it's kind of a it's kind of a bland white and dark meat. Like there's not a lot to it uh, right. because of how we've ruined the planet and and done things my wife and i uh, when i was shooting kong skull island uh, uh go see it in with the dinosaur uh, like available on blu-ray <laughs> um it uh we were in vietnam and we ate uh chicken we went to a place called the pub with cold beer along the ho chi minh trail amazing in name middle of nowhere and um we said we were sent here to uh, have the chicken and they uh, pointed around them and said, which chicken would you like? Wow. And uh, they killed a chicken, and uh, and we ate it. And uh, it was small, and it was tough, and it was dark, mm-hmm. and it was delicious. Like, mm. it tasted like something. Like, yeah. we've bred, you know, like, chicken breasts are not <laughs> not that big. Right. Um, yeah, we plump them and we, you know, feed them all sorts of gross stuff. I did not really this green of a warrior. Yeah. Uh, I know you. But you <clears throat> walked here. I You're did. I walked coming here. in yeah. uh, green, full green warrior. Um, but yeah, like uh, we've made turkeys big and huge, and they're they've sort of lost what mm-hmm. made them great. I'm sure wild turkey. I know for sure. My my father was a hunter, and my brother's a hunter. Uh, wild turkey tastes like stuff. You know. Look, I love wild turkey as much as the next guy. You're talking about bourbon. <laughs> Right. You're not. Uh, I'm, I agree with you. <laughs> the answer to your question is wild turkey. Wild turkey. Yeah. Um, but ham. The, ham, the, right? the, it's, it's ham. ham. It's a Christmas Asked ham. Answered. Yeah. Asked and answered. Uh, let's do one more before we go to break. Great. Uh, there are this, breaks? Yeah, we're gonna take mm-hmm. a, we'll are gonna take a quick break. For us, it will be no break. Yeah. But for everybody else... They get be, to hear some commercials. They'll get to hear about some other shows on the network, like the recently joined uh, JV Club. That's right. It's now part of the Max Fun Network. Janet Varney, you're familiar? Janet Varney? Hmm? She has a podcast. <laughs> I know some things. <laughs> you were on it, remember? No. Okay, great. Uh, various people have submitted this one as well. Secret Santa or White Elephant? Oh, that's interesting. Um, I was at... Uh, uh, this is making me think. I was at a, uh, a place uh, yesterday, let's call it uh, Disney. And um, <clears throat> uh, there was an obvious... Like late after, like Friday, five o'clock, um, holiday party slash like secret team builder. <laughs> like mm-hmm. these people were doing this thing. It was like, you know, four thirty on a Friday. And, uh, it was like, oh, that's so great. Everybody. Yeah. So, okay. So we're going to put our own names in a hat. And it was like, you could feel these people like, it's going to take me four hours to get home tonight. Like, can I, like, it didn't feel, um, it didn't feel 
entirely voluntary. Yeah. You know yes. what I mean? An yes. obligatory party. And there was some sort of like, there, at one point they were like, um, who, um, who, and be, just be honest, who didn't bring a gift? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. And, uh, and like, uh, as soon as that was said, a woman's voice in the distance said, and be honest. Like, <laughs> like, all in the spirit of the holidays. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this, so this would have been a, I don't how uh, that's probably a This would have been a white elephant. Or right? they counted off they counted off I was eavesdropping on this thing as I was waiting uh to go into my appointment. Um they counted off in what seemed like an ineffective way because I think it was gonna be a, like pass it to the left kind of thing, but right. they were like, mm-hmm. Okay, let's count off. And they were like one, two, and I was expecting one, two, right, one, two, and it was one, two, three, four. They counted like twenty seven. They just like all <laughs> gave themselves a number. That? Yeah, like is it odds or even? Like, I don't know. Now so, we know how many of us are here. And if it's going to be if it's gonna be 15 and above, then go, you people over here, this half of the right. circle. Like, How does it work? So, like, let's talk about the, the, the logistics of a secret Santa versus a a white elephant. So a secret Santa, historically, right, is... Uh, that covers put, the course of a season, usually. Right? Or I've done it, like, when I've been in a show and we've done a secret Santa. It's like, over the course of the, the, the run of the show, you would do, like... You know, a little card here and there, or a candy cane with like a from your secret Santa. Oh. And then you end it with, I'm your secret Santa. Here's your, uh, that sounds video. very expensive. Yeah, that sounds like Valentine's Day. Yeah. That's a secret admirer. Mm. Is that what you're talking about? Maybe we, every once a year, we all got secret admirers. Se- secret Santa is you draw somebody's name and you get them a gift, but Fif- they, $15 or lower. $15 or right. lower, <laughs> which is like, that is not a good gift. You cannot get a good, right. It's hard to get a good gift. You'd be for surprised a, for a stranger. If it's something you know well, but a lot of times you're like, I don't know who Ted is, but he likes baseball, so I guess I'll get him these... uh, Mouse pads. Yeah, Yeah, I'll get him these mouse pads. So everybody comes in, it's just a giant stack of $15 gift cards Mm -hmm. to assorted... I would guess now now that is the case, right? Like, that's a pretty easy cop-out. It's the modern gift certificate or whatever. And the white elephant is everyone brings a gift, and then you take turns picking everybody. But isn't white elephant meant to be deliberately kind of a bad gift? It it is sometimes it's definitely it's similar similar you set a price limit and then mm-hmm. you go in order somebody picks a gift you can either and you whatever you have that's your gift the next person can either steal your gift right or take a gift from the pile right so it, when it's everybody's turn and then the first person that did not get a chance to steal, steal gets the final round and they get to steal from anyone yes. okay um I. I have a. I love these. I love a white elephant. I like the game element involved. I think it's fun. I think it takes gift giving and like, it, it it takes the the annoying parts of gift giving and turns them around and is like, let's just have some fun with this. Now maybe I'm thinking this because my family a few years ago we all went to Leavenworth, Washington for Christmas. Oh, I wanted you to say prisons. I did we too. All, we oh, all went goodness. to prison. Change the story. Yeah. So we all, my whole family went to prison. <laughs> they do a white elephant at uh, San Quentin. Works different there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, sure. Uh, it's just cigarettes. Everybody just get every, every package looks like a carton of cigarettes. Um, but one year we were all like, "Look, we're all adults." Uh, there were there were uh, there was one little one in the family. Uh, so who, technically, you're not all. Uh, so adults. that was so that one we <laughs> that for Ro- Roman we lavished with gifts, but for each other, sure. we were like, "Look," and my sister and brother came up with this idea. I thought it was great. It was all right. Instead of everybody buying a million things and for everybody, we're all we're just going to do a white elephant for the family. Mm-hmm. And the rules are: the gift that you buy has to cost. 
$19.99, and you have to buy it off of television. Oh, fun. Not the internet. That's really fun. Not anything. You have to buy it off of TV. Yeah. So I took with me as my gift uh, a shake weight, and <laughs> and I received the tactical flashlight. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Good, you won. I yeah. won, yeah. Yeah, you were, that was a good gift to um, so, give and a good gift to get. Yeah. But I've seen – so that feels like – that feels like a white elephant done in the best of holiday spirits. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a white elephant get nasty before. I was going to say, it seems like a, a pretty ripe place for hurt feelings. Yeah. Um, isn't that what the holidays are all I about? I mean, isn't that what family stands for? Right. <laughs> uh, what is in Leavenworth, Washington? Leavenworth, Washington is great. It's a little town a couple hours outside of uh, Washington or outside of Seattle. Okay. And it's, uh, it's in up what in direction? the mountains, uh, uh, toward the mountains, uh, okay. east. And you're just up in the mountains. And it is, when you think of like a wintertime, um, like, SUV ad. Yeah. It, that's what it looks like. Just nice. snow and pine trees. And why there? Because your brother's up that way? My brother's up that way. Yeah. And also Leavenworth is, uh, it's a great little, like, you know, those little ski resort towns. Yeah. Looks very alpine, lots of A-frames and chalets. Nice. And yeah, it's just, it's beautiful. Cozy. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am leaning towards Secret Santa. Uh, because I do think that it, uh, that I have seen a white elephant get kind of you think they get snatch and grabby. They get know? they get they they lose the spirit easily. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, a lot of jealousy and like oh I wanted that gift and I got screwed over. As opposed to I I do get I get annoyed at Secret Santa when when I like I don't doesn't need to be a mystery. Just draw. Mm. Here's what I want. Thank you for getting it for me. I'll get something nice for the person. Like I I don't. Uh, I don't know. I'm no fun. I, well, I, I love a secret Santa. Yeah. That part of it is like... The secret Santa part of it? No, just the, who am I? Will you be able to figure out? Here are some riddles. And, and Come on, thing. it's fun. one gift. Maybe don't use the voice? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I've also seen uh, white elephants get uh, uncomfortable when you're like, that obviously violates the price maximum. Yeah. Like you spent $55 and yeah. what was supposed to be 14 That's a That's a DVD yeah. play. That's a portable DVD player right. with a screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I brought a bottle of Four Roses. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is a bourbon themed episode yeah, of whatever really the show is yeah. called. It really is. <laughs> um, there was a great bit. I wish I could uh, remember who the comedian was who said it on uh, the Lewis Black Holiday special they did on the History Channel. She was like, if you're going to a white elephant, just bring a bottle of booze and when you're picking your gift just pick the one that's shaped like a bottle of booze <laughs> it's gonna be easier for everyone that way that's like, great yeah that's um but I, I i can see how that uh that would happen and i do like a secret santa because it it forces you to it forces you to put all of your focus if you have a group of friends or whoever you're doing it with uh your it it forces you to put all of that giving spirit on one person. Be like, okay, I'm going to focus on this person. Mm-hmm. I'll find out what they like, or if I know, if I don't know them, I'm going to stalk well. this person and really get deep into their life. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go on their Facebook page and their <laughs> porch. <laughs> um, now, I I am concerned that we'll be taking this break now because this is the first item on which we are two against one. Well, no, I mean, again, I'm, I don't think I think you're Secret Santa, right? Uh, I am. I can go either direction. I'm That's not allowed on this show. Whatever this is called. Yeah. I, again. Or whatever I, this is called. Hey, Hal, don't allow that, Mark. Hal. Yes. Don't let him. Don't let him affect you like that. It's, our, it's, it's called. Now. We got this. Now it's his show. Oh God. It's called whatever the show is called with Mark Evan Jackson. You tell him it's called. I don't want to tell him that. Approach. Have fun with that. <sighs> I'm just gonna sit back. I hate being a sidekick. Yeah. 
<laughs> anyway, whatever this show is called. Uh, is it is it Secret Santa? I think it's Secret Santa. All right. That's where I'm leaning. Yeah. All right. Secret Santa, because you guys are going to the wrong white yeah. elephants. Let's, let's so. take a, a quick break. Uh, you'll hear from some of the other fun shells on the Maximum Fun Network. When we come back, we'll clean some more of the sleigh out. That's S- coming up. S-L-A-Y. Hey, if you like your podcast to be focused and well-researched and your podcast host to be uncharismatic, unhorny strangers who have no interest in horses, then this is not the podcast for you. Yeah, and what's your deal? <laughs> I'm Emily. I'm Lisa. Our show's called Baby Geniuses. And its hosts are horny adult idiots. We discover weird Wikipedia pages every episode. We discuss institutional misogyny. We ask each other the dumbest questions and our listeners won't stop sending us pictures of their butts. We haven't asked them to stop, but they also aren't stopping. Join us on Baby Geniuses every other week on MaximumFun.org. I'm bailiff Jesse Thorne. And I'm Judge John Hodgman. If you live on the west coast of North America, we're coming your way. That's right. Judge John Hodgman is taking justice to the west coast on tour. Starting where? Vancouver, British Columbia, January 15th, then to Seattle, Washington on the 16th, Portland, Oregon on the 17th, San Francisco, California on the 18th, and Los Angeles, California, the City of Angels on January 22nd. Tickets are on sale now. You can find links to all of the shows at MaximumFun.org. And if you're going to be in one of those cities and you have a dispute we can try on stage, send it to us. Just go to MaximumFun.org slash JJHO or email Hodgman at MaximumFun.org. I'm ready to judge you on the road. Take that, Jack Kerouac, author of On the Road. We're back. That's closer. Yeah. Oh, did we find it? Oh my God, he's got <laughs> more it? sweaters. It's closer. Yeah, it was a darker green, almost black. If it's not this. Okay. <laughs> did Woolrich make that? Yeah. It's it's in that vein. Yeah. Wow. That's really Put close. This up on the site, maybe. Yeah, this will go up. You'll be able to see. Oh, we're still recording these pictures. Yeah. Yeah, we never. We'll never. We stop. never stop. Never. Um, um, I missed it when you clicked that. Does did you salivate or something? Like, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um. Our little podcast trick, uh, Hal has a little clicker, and um, when he clicks that into the mic, that lets Ken Plume, our producer, when he sees four slashes uh, across a waveform, mm-hmm. know where the edit points okay. are. It also keeps him seated. Yeah. <laughs> Alan Ray asks... I don't know why I answered that earnestly. Yeah. <laughs> Alan Ray wants to know traditional... You didn't. You didn't. <laughs> did, you, did you salivate? Really. Ask yeah. the, answer the question. Yes. <laughs> Traditional menorah or fun menorah? How? Well, I'll tell you. There's a menorah right over there. It's a lovely menorah. Kitchen Island. I would call that a more traditional menorah. I got it at a great Judaica store called CVS. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I don't I don't go in for... I did buy one, one when I was in Jerusalem as a teenager. I bought a menorah that looked like Aladdin's lamp mm-hmm. that I thought was the coolest thing ever. And I don't remember where it is. And sure. I'm glad I don't have it. I like them. I like a, a more traditional classic yeah, Menorah. You can and you can, you know, you can make that a little arty. But before I decide on this now and forever, um, <laughs> what are other examples of fun menorahs? Like are like themes? Yeah, it could be themes. It could be like this one's all Disney or this one's. Like, what would that look like? Like a, like the like Snow White's elves are holding each candle. Yes, Snow <laughs> White's elves. <laughs> elves. <laughs> yeah. Do you mean the dwarves? No. But they'd have to. No. Have one. No. No, I don't. <laughs> They're. 
Thank you for joining us on whatever this is. <laughs> was called. Oh, God, we've been put into the past. Yeah. It's done. It's done. We hope you enjoyed our final episode. Uh, this is going to be it. I like the idea, though, that uh, Snow White's seven elves uh, were the candle holders for the menorah, as there are eight. Uh, sure. Then there's just one loose candle on the table. No, Snow White has two hands. <laughs> All the wait. other elves only have one. Yeah. Sleepy, dopey, handsy. Handsy, yep. Uh, sorry, no, it, it's 2018. Hansy's out. <laughs> Moisha Berkowitz <laughs> is one of them. Yeah. Um, so wait, uh, Disney is a one example. Like a Disney one or... or uh, is there a Game of Thrones menorah? I'm sure there is. But the thing is, this this sort of goes along with um, any holiday decorations. Like, you can do the like fun, wacky, like, you can hang up... Pluto in a in a Santa hat, or you can hang up more traditional ornamentation. I suppose, but like, isn't is there a risk of it being sacrilegious? Like, like, isn't some of the sacred like if you were to do Snow White's elves uh, as the nativity scene? I think Christians might find that offensive. Yes, you know what I mean. I don't think it would be a big deal. I mean, in fairness, Christians are easily offended. Yeah, easy, way more easily offended than Jews are. Yeah, yeah that's true. Jews have been through some stuff. We yeah. have. We yeah. have. I don't think it's that big a deal. I think it's really preference. Okay. It's it's more the, the ritual of lighting the candles and mm-hmm. being together to do it. Yeah. That's that's important. So it's it's taste. I just like it. I, I, there was a time when I was younger where I would have liked a f- like this is a real funky menorah. Mm-hmm. But now yeah. I like like an understated sort of classic. It's, cl- it's, it's a, this isn't cool. a not fun menorah. No, it's, like, and it's, it's, it's colorful. It's, 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 it's got pretty... a stained glass feel to it. Is yes. that is that painted in or is that mosaic in the that's it's painted not in? like a uh, uh, like an enamel? Like it yeah, looks like right. a paint that was baked in. Yeah, yeah. It looks it's a beautiful menorah. I, I like it. it. It does feel like a. a while it does feel like a cross between them, uh, it feels like a more Dude, traditional cross. What? Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, cr- there's no cross. Jeez. Don't say cross, sorry. guys. I'm going to be honest. What are you, have what are you doing? Holiday without the cross coming <laughs> the out. The past like three minutes, my brain has not been working. Jeez. I have just been Disney casting <laughs> nativity <laughs> in my head. <laughs> what, do you, what do you got so well, far? Baby Herman is Jesus. Baby Herman from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh my gosh. Uh, you have a problem. Mickey and Minnie are Joseph and Mary, right? <laughs> Oh my god! The three wise men are Huey, Dewey, and Louie. <laughs> the shepherd is goofy, but none of the sheep are there because in that movie, How to Sheep, yeah. he uh, he lost yeah. all of them while the narrator was talking. Yeah. Thanks for bringing this back to my IMDb. I am on Ducktales. Ah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Woo-hoo. Oh my goodness! Uh, traditional menorah, right? Traditional menorah. I feel as though I have no play, uh, standing in this. Like and I'm, I feel I'm completely, <laughs> completely uh, happy making decisions about Ju- Judaica. All right, fine. Traditional. Asked and answered. I will, I will take the pressure off. Click, 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 click. Click, click, click. Salivate. Oh, click. God. Um, all right. Uh, many people have asked this one. Would you rather travel for the holidays or host for the holidays? Oh, that's a loaded question because I thought you were going to say travel or not travel. And the answer <laughs> would be not travel. <laughs> right. Host ruins it. Yeah. Um. It depends on who you're hosting, I suppose, right? Let's say, let's say, um, family. Let's say, uh, let's, okay, just so that all things are equal, you're going to go visit your immediate family or you're going to host your immediate family? That's tough. I, I, on a personal level, I think that when you go to visit, uh, you're more in control of the time frame. Mm-hmm. Uh, like right. you can get in as, as early or late as you want. You know, like you can arrive on, Say it's Christmas, you can go on the 20th or you can go on the 24th. Right. Uh, and you can leave on the 26th or mm-hmm. New Year's Day. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's It depends. Uh, 
if you like there is a romantic notion to being like oh we're you know making up the guest rooms and stuff and our house is a and b and it's going to be cozy we're going to be sharing a bathroom with you know that kind of thing mm-hmm. um that's a romantic notion i don't have yeah interesting i agree yeah. it's, it becomes a uh it's a burden as much as great as it is to have people over and visit with them yeah i think it's better like i i know if yeah. i host that i i'm going to be running around Hosting. I'm See, be, I, I love, I love that. And presentable for everybody. And, yeah, yeah. But you, yeah, you're. I also, love hosting. You're a it's a lot of vacuuming. I'm a big, I'm a big nester. I, but I have a one bedroom apartment. I could not host a whole family coming and staying. Rental bunk beds. Right, rental yeah. bunk beds. Sure. Yeah. Rental bunk. Beds. Yeah. I'm going to go down to Smart and Fidel and rent some bunk beds. Rentalbunkbeds.com. Yeah. yeah. By the way, that's the new sponsor of this podcast. <laughs> right. Whatever it's called. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> Sorry, Mailchimp. <laughs> <laughs> Rentalbunkbeds.com. Um, yeah, Are you tired would, of buying bunk beds? <laughs> <laughs> I would include that even traveling like within the city. Oh, like, if somebody was hosting something, I would rather go there and visit. I like mm. being in other people's homes too. I love uh, I love <laughs> I my do. family and I love Beth's family, but I will say that on the occasional uh, like Thanksgiving where nothing's been going on and you just get to be in Los Angeles when everybody's gone. Yeah, it's nice. Well, it that's is nice. It yeah. is very nice. Um. I'm, I'm the, and now this is the time that it's two on one. I'm the odd man out in this, and I will, I because I fully love hosting. But I understand it that that travel time thing, yeah, is like you can't determine if someone's going to come to your house on the twentieth and leave on the thirty first unless you're you know fully able to be like, no, you guys are getting here on Christmas Eve, right? Um, it's a I, I'm I'm in between, but I think I would lean towards the uh, towards the traveling for Christmas or traveling for the holidays rather than uh, than hosting. The hosting is a very romantic notion. Like, say we were in I don't know Leavenworth, Washington. Um, wow, good like, pull, yeah, good pull. I don't know where that even came from. Yeah, sure. Um, that would be a you know to to rent a cabin and and light a fire and all that stuff. Uh, so I'm offering a third category, which is totally allowed Ooh. on whatever this is called. Uh, which is uh, host, but away. Co- I oh, I will I, like I will totally join you in that yep. because we've done that on several occasions with my family, where we will just rent a cabin up in the mountains, invite all the buddies up. Where, like a place like mm, I don't know, Leavenworth, uh, Leavenworth Washington. Yeah. Uh, Leavenworth, Washington. Actually, though, the bulk of my life it's been in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Oh, I've spent more holidays in Gatlinburg, Tennessee than is that in mountains? Any town that I lived in. Yeah, is that the Smokies? What that is, is that? the Smoky Mountains. Yeah. It's about uh, your. Right next to Dollywood. Oh, cool. Uh, you're right next to Pigeon Forge, which is like the tourist town. Oh. But then Gatlinburg is like the little ski resort. Cool. Also tourist town, but um, not as quaint as Leavenworth. Nice. So there you go. Um, All you various people trying to trap us into one yeah. another. Yeah. We'll Travel or host. Solve the puzzle. Host, but away. Yeah. Uh, also, that leads toward, that leads well to group hosting, which is like, why don't six of us mm-hmm. go get a cabin? We will collectively throw a thing yeah. for ourselves like you will have your home for the holidays moment you've mm-hmm. got a big spread and yeah. the people that like to cook can go cook the people that like to just chill and play board games can chill and play board games or you know it's i will say one thing just a piece of advice that mm-hmm. if you are three couples mm-hmm. and two of the couples have children and one of the couples does not have children <laughs> like and who, you, for you rent a cabin just this sounds just uh, out there just hypothetical and yeah. one of the sleeping areas is a loft that is open <laughs> to the living room and your kids wake up at six o'clock to watch Caillou or whatever. Uh, maybe I'm not in that. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a second. It looks. Cocktail. It's the uh, yeah. It's the show that every kid knows, but every adult goes. Who's Caillou? Yeah. Oh, I've seen that on uh, yeah. on my Directv guide. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And you skip right past it. 
which apparently is the right thing to do. I thought it was another language for paid programming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, point is, let the let the childless couple have a bedroom with a door, please. Just oh, amazing. That is great. <laughs> amazing. Um, all right, so we're adding a third one to this one. Yes. Yeah, that win. You asked A or B? C. No, yeah. Here is C. It is host but away. I think. Yeah. yeah. I, I like that stuff. I was, um, I is that say, what Max FunCon feels like? Have you guys done that? We've not, we've done, not that. done it. Yeah. No, but it's supposed to be a good time. People seem to really enjoy Some it. people it's may out. have just heard a commercial yeah, for Max it's like FunCon. Going to summer, it's like a summer camp. That sounds fun. fun. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. I would also like to announce my uh, my uh, 2019 Broadway play, Host But Away. <laughs> uh, uh, it's about, uh, it was 9-11 and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It was that cabin you had in Gander, Newfoundland, mm-hmm. where That's 37, uh, 37 yeah. planes It's me up. and a bunch of flight attendants. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. I, th- I think we have time for one more. Oh, oh have, no, we only have time for I one more? I have one that I think is perfect, that I that I selected just for you. Oh. Tyler Higgs asked. I knew it was going to be this one. Best Home Alone trap. Now you <laughs> Oh, are, I am uniquely suited. Yeah, <clears throat> you're a big fan of this movie. Is this your favorite movie of all time? I mean, uh, like, Yeah. I would say that Home Alone and uh, Home Alone 2 Lost in New York are legitimately some of my favorite movies. Okay. Him chucking bricks in Home Alone Lost in New York yeah. and them just hitting Daniel Stern in the head mm-hmm. every time Joe Pesci says something mouthy is one of the great, there's a great laughs I've ever had in they, a theater. There's a great uh, sound design in that when the bricks are tumbling on the way down, you hear like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> and then they, they just clunk them. Um, we, I could do a, an hour on whatever this is called about uh, these traps. I think so. Uh, you just uh, by mentioning Home Alone Two: Lost in New York. Um, at one point, uh, Kevin McAllister takes a piece of uh, cast iron drain pipe mm-hmm. and ties it uh, lengthwise, ties it on one end and the other end, and he throws it off the stair banister as uh, as the uh, sticky bandits now are coming up the stairs. That's right, they're it, not the wet bandits it's call, anymore. It's a callback to the paint cans from the first one, from yeah. Home Alone, and uh, but this one is like a double wide, because it's, you know, a horizontally arranged piece of cast iron drain pipe, and it clonks them both. Uh, I think I've, I'm recalling that, and uh, and I think they fall straight through to the basement because the brownstone that was that was uh, that features in in Home Alone Two: Lost in New York was uh, uh, being worked on. The, mm-hmm. They were in France while this were, they were doing a like a gut renovation. So the what would have been the foyer, the floor is missing straight through. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe it's just Daniel Stern that gets clonked. I don't remember, but uh, it um, that's a pretty good one. I mean, look, man, uh, how much time do we have? As I have as much as you want. As you want. Um, the nail on the basement stairs through a shingle uh, is so yes. horrifying. Yeah. That's a pretty good one. Uh. Um, the uh, <laughs> he, he puts a light switch uh, in the basement, and it's connected through the clothes chute to perched on the de- door, uh, edge of the clothes chute is a an iron for ironing. Yeah. Yep. And Daniel Stern goes down there and the power's out and so he pulls on what would be a pull string light switch and then you hear like <laughs> wah, 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 of the iron that coming sound down. Is, that sound is the yeah. Jaws theme for yeah. this movie. And it, uh, it the iron falls down and it clunks him right in the like occipital lobe. And then for the rest of the movie he's got that <laughs> iron mark on his face. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I love the heated doorknob. Of course, yeah, with the, the M. That's the M. Uh, but also very Indiana Jones. Very Indiana Jones. Is it is it the basement door that Joe Pesci goes in when he opens it? He gets the flamethrower. No, top it's a of kitchen his door. Head. The kitchen door that kitchen melts door. his hat to his head. It melts his hat to his head. And they, uh, you know, uh, they did a makeup effect of the shape of a of a circular like a donut of mm. of kerosene uh, flamethrower. Yeah, kerosene uh, torch uh, around it at, through a watch cap. So it's like yeah. his burnt skull, his missing hair. And watch cap. He that runs out and, and buries his head in the snow. Yes. That one is pretty horrifying. <laughs> yeah. um, the other one I love that is completely pointless is the tarring and feathering. Sure. <laughs> when, <laughs> I don't remember how the tar gets there. I just remember the, that he rips open a pillow and the fan gets he put, tripped. He puts a mastic on, cellif- on a saran wrap and he drapes it across the, uh, the dining room door. Right. And Daniel Stern comes through and uh, <laughs> and gets that. And as as soon as he like w- takes off the cellophane, he walks forward, tripping a, a line, pulling the pencil out of the the oscillating oh. fan, and <laughs> it blows feathers on him. Um, yeah, it is. I mean, I could do. It is just I could do six Coyote, hours yeah. on this subject. I we should have started I, with I, this. One. I finally care about this show. <laughs> we did it. Um, My least favorite is the tarantula because I'm afraid of spiders. That's, I mean, in the in the scope of the, what they do in that movie, like that's it's, fairly yeah. mild. Yeah. I but mean, what's great about that is that that he has the tire iron or the the crowbar. Yes, um, and, and Pesci goes, Marv, what are you doing? <laughs> it's pretty great. Who is it? Is it is it Stern that's, that gets it on his face and then screams? Yes. Daniel Stern screaming in that movie yeah. is one of the great uh, treats. It's pretty great. Um, do you, so what rises to the top? Um, that It's the pipe. It's the full iron pipe that just swings. Swings, like, yeah. It just swings and hits both of them. I think that's true, yeah. Yeah, and the, it, it's in, that's in the second movie when they fall down into the basement. Yeah. Although the timing of the paint cans on the first one. So I mean, good. It's a it's great perfect. solid callback. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, I, I like Home – I put Home Alone on a level above Home Alone 2. Right. I, Home Alone 2 for me is okay. I don't remember but, anything about Home Alone 2 except for the destruction scenes. Okay. But that, or, is that it the original, plaza? the paint can, because mm-hmm. I think Joe Pesci – or wh- whoever gets hit first, the other one laughs – because they've fallen prey to another trap, and then they get hit in the face, mm-hmm. which is a fun little. It's the it's, it's nice that Wiley Coyote story. thing. It's Wiley Coyote is looking left, and something hits him from the right. Mm-hmm. He puts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess two gets a little silly in the sense that like they go full cartoon. Yeah, Daniel Stern is in Wait, the basement. W- one wasn't full cartoon. One was a documentary. Uh, <laughs> one one was a biopic of my childhood. Um, <laughs> Two, Daniel Stern's using a stationary tub in the basement, and Kevin McAllister had hooked jumper cables up to the hot and cold. <laughs> That's right. And so Daniel Stern grabs them to like wash uh, paint or something off of him, and because um, uh, he builds a stack of like tables and desks and chairs to get back up to the main floor. And then I think a bunch of paint balls on him or something. But he's washing himself, and he grabs it, and they go full cartoon in as much as they jump cut from like him to like Jerry Garcia hair to him as a skeleton with Jerry Garcia hair right. back to him like that was <laughs> yeah. bonkers That's too much yeah um, so it's probably going to be one of the ones from the original I guess let's not forget there, there's the- one and two where he puts a bag full of tools with a zipper over the head of the, over the top of a door 
And when Joe, I think it's Pesci that gets it. And so when he opens the door, this big uh, inverted duffel bag of, of like wrenches and stuff gets pulled, and it's like clank, 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 clank. Like it's so satisfying. Is there one last one too? Yeah, I think it, I think one dangles right. Finishes them off. And another, they do that same kind of gang. Uh, there's a there's a fire escape ladder that he has to jump up to, but there's axle grease on it, and uh, and he gets up on it and immediately goes. Tweak! And falls, and then like one dollop of axle grease, I think, comes and gets him in the eye. Do you, I don't think I've ever seen you this excited about. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about this forever. We've, we've known each Can other. Can we do it more, on a boat? Then yes, let's go do it on a boat. On a if we boat. did it on a boat with bourbon, oh my god, yeah. Um, do you think it's going to be one of the ones that is bigger and more elaborate, or do you think it's going to be one of the ones that takes half a second, like? There's something as simple as slipping on micro machines. Yeah, micro when machines executed so fast, mm-hmm. the yeah. speed with which these bits. Ooh, you're yeah. missing some teeth. <laughs> I could do the whole movie. Shall I do the whole movie? Do the yes, whole movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kevin, um, we will leave this one to you to uh, determine. You clearly know. I mean, it's hard. Um, yeah. It uh, in terms of sheer cruelty. That's and, what does it. An upturned nail on the basement stairs in uh, so it begins with tar. Yes. Right. Because he, he put you he walks in tar and his shoes stick. So then he takes off his sh- like it's really premeditated. It's yeah. real dark. <laughs> it's real dark. It's real dark. So he's like, hmm, I wanna put a nail through this guy's foot, but he's probably wearing shoes. Okay, so I gotta get the shoes off. <laughs> so there's like there's roofing tar on the floor. Uh, and then on the first couple of steps, so he's got that. Then he's in his socks. The socks get stuck to the tar. Step four or five, there's an upturned like sixteen penny nail. Yeah. And and they they sound effect this. It's got to be it's got to be like celery, and you hear like, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna go with that. Yeah, oh. that's it. It's the nail that, the foot, which was which was oh. later revived in a quiet place. Yes. <laughs> um. All right, the nail through the foot. The premeditation oh. of the nail through the foot. I mean, foot. It, that's, yeah. that kid should talk to somebody. That's cold. <laughs> yeah, that kid <laughs> needs help. Maybe that's you should a- go talk to that principal from Jumanji. Mm-hmm. You yeah. could offer him some life advice. Look, you're all here for a reason. You know what it is. <laughs> um, Bethany, please. <laughs> Do you remember every line you've ever said? Yeah. Wow, that's impressive. Probably, yeah. Wow. That's really impressive. You have a very, uh, very good, uh, very good memory for my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a perfect way to end oh. it. This is uh, this has been our second clean slay. Uh, these topics are asked and answered. Yes. Um, Mark Evan Jackson, thank you for being here. Oh today. my goodness, thanks for having me, guys. This yeah. was a blast. Yeah. So great. Uh, obviously. You should be watching The Good Place. You should be watching Brooklyn Nine Nine, which yeah. is now back on the air. Yeah. Uh, just uh, just this past week. Uh, did it come back this past week? Or it's coming, it coming back, back? one ten, I think. Uh, January tenth. January tenth. Ten nineteen. Oh, the day of my birthday. Perfect. Uh, nobody asked you that. No, nobody, nobody asked you that. Nobody asked. <laughs> I just offered it. I just people want to know. I think <laughs> subconsciously. Uh, if you're going to send a menorah, send it on January 9th. <laughs> Please have it arrive on that day. <laughs> send all your menorahs to PO Box. Uh, six six six. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Six, six, probably. Six. <laughs> Gotta be it. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Anything else you want to plug? Yeah, they should be listening to The Good Place, the podcast. What else? Sure. When does this come out? This will be out uh, in... Two weeks? No, in three days. Oh, good heavens. Um, 
if you're in Los Angeles, please join us. Uh, the cast, a lot of the cast of the uh, the Good Place on NBC. Uh, Darcy Carden, who plays Janet and Bad Janet. Jason Manzukas, who plays Derek. Uh, Mary Beth Monroe, who plays Mindy St. Clair from the Medium Place. Uh, Kirby Howell Baptiste, who plays Simone, the professor in Australia. And Eugene Cordero, who plays Pillboy, and I, are doing an improv show with special guests, uh, a big fundraiser for the Detroit Creativity Project. Uh, the Detroit Creativity Project is a 501c3 nonprofit I, my wife and I started in 2012. We teach improv uh, free of charge to middle and high school students in the city of Detroit. Um, and it's, uh, in addition to just being fun and great, it's a super confidence-building, uh, language-skill-building uh, attendance improving, reading skills improving, life skill, and everyone should improvise. Uh, please check it out at dcpimprov.org. But if you are a fan of The Good Place and are anywhere in the Los Angeles vicinity, on Friday the 14th of December, we're doing a big show at the Palace Theater downtown. Uh, the folks I just mentioned are all improvising. Mike Shure, the creator of The Good Place, is going to join us. Um, Manny Yacinto is, uh, who plays Jason Mendoza or Gianyu, depending on where you are in the season. Uh, is going to join us as well and there are some other special guests uh, in the hopper as well um, please check it out on Eventbrite and Google Shirt Show because it's going to be a total forking shirt show can't Ooh. wait, can't wait. I love it I'm 90% sure I'm going to be there oh you have to I be I just there. have to double check yeah. but yeah I don't we don't like to miss uh, DCP stuff for sure thank you it's very great. much it's great and if you again if you're not in the area dot yeah. org. it's uh, well you guys have been doing great work for a very long time. Thank yeah. you very much. I'm proud yeah. of it. It's um, Improv has made my life uh, anything. Like Improv has made my life better in every single direction. It's made me more curious and a better listener and a better friend and a better husband. Um, it's also given me a, a completely accidental career and friendships like you guys that uh, would never have happened outside of it. Um, everyone should improvise, whether you have any intention of being a comedian or an actor or anything. It's good for everybody. Um, it just makes you a better communicator and a more interesting and interested person. Um, check it out. Um, lots of places have improv classes. Take one. Six weeks, eight weeks. Um, you'll make the best friends of your life. Amen. There it is. Uh, well, thank this you. has been whatever this is called. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to Jackson Got This with Mark and Hal. Uh, this to- these topics are all closed officially for all time, but that doesn't mean that there are not more topics. So please reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This Tweets. Check out the Maximum Fun subreddit or email us at We Got This Podcast at gmail.com or go to the Facebook group where all of these suggestions came from. We do check it, by which I mean I check it. Mark has not been on Facebook since it first started. Facebook.com. Tom's my friend. Groups. Yeah, right. Forward slash we got this podcast. Thank you to producer Ken Flume, researcher Kate McManus, uh, graphic designer Uri Kelman, and QA engineer Jen Alba. And thanks, of course, to our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman, for our score and theme song, respectively. And thanks to you, our listeners. Uh, for giving us this opportunity to sit down with Jackson hmm. and uh, and celebrate the holidays. We love you all. We miss you all. God bless us, everyone. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Agliardi. For Mark Agliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. And don't worry, everybody. We, we got, got this. We got this. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.